Who got bars? Me. Yo. But he won't let me rap. Oh. Cause he really says I'm whack. Oh. But in real life I'm not slack. Hey. Christina on the mic. Got my man right to my right. But it's really my left. Got my girl on my right and we fresh to death. Oh. He got bars. (laughs) Don't encourage this. Who Don't encourage this. I'm the Christian Nicki Minaj. Oh no, the oh. Christian Cardi B. Oh no. <laughs> you are though. Hello everyone. Welcome to the Keith Battle Podcast. Yeah. Hey. This is um Asha Battle. <laughs> hey girl. Filling in. Pastor Battle's on hiatus. But we still have to give y'all some content. Yeah. I'm here with my friends hey yo christina jones and pastor bay pastor bay in the building oh god funny how that name has stuck all these years it's circulated i do have a name it's a movement do people be coming up to you like are you pastor bay yes they do (laughs) they do and it's a little weird because i've actually had guys like say that to me and it's like yo chill pause (laughs) chill dog that's interesting that's hilarious so look, we have the pastor and first lady of Zion Woodbridge, Virginia oh, in gosh. the building. That's wild. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. What up? Hey Woodbridge, guys. what up? Woodbridge. Oh my the God. The W. I'm coming home. Win, 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 win. <laughs> Dang, I wish I could play that song. So look, um, first lady. How does it feel to be a first lady? Oh my gosh. So let me just tell you, it is so scary being Mm. a first lady because this is definitely not the path that I thought that my life would go. Okay. Mm. So let's rewind. Introduce yourself and then let's talk about that. Okay. So my name is Christina Jones. I am a boss of attorneys um, at a large DC agency. Um, I'm a prosecutor by trade. I've been a prosecutor for the past eight years. And right now I focus on juvenile prosecution and not really putting kids away. It's really how do you balance protecting the community and rehabilitating children? Because it's not natural for children to commit crimes. But my my focus is sexual crime. So sexual abuse, childhood sexual abuse, all that good stuff. So the work is hard, but it is very rewarding. And to see a child who gets into a really bad situation turn their life around and end up going to college and just doing some great things like those stories are real so that's what i do professionally which is why lawyer bay lawyer bay lawyer bay that's what he tries to call me but it doesn't it doesn't work like pastor Bay. but you know my whole life my whole career has really been this independent woman you know and kind of how am i without a man and then this beautiful chocolate man comes into my life and requires Jason me to chocolate he's chocolate he's like milk chocolate girl oh okay milk easy, chocolate mm-hmm. easy 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 now <laughs> <laughs> that's not milk dick girl. do i need to leave <laughs> i mean i'm just saying every once in a while i'll be like ooh, i feel a tingle oh my god and it's not in my soul <laughs> come on now this is help pg us. help us <laughs> So Asha, help me. So, you know, (laughs) moving into the direction of kind of being defined by a man in this arena 
um, was initially really hard for me because I've always wanted to be somebody who stands on their own two feet and like you know me for me so coming into this world where I'm known as hey you're Jason's wife like I'm like you can call me Mrs. Jones at least like if you don't know my first name you can right. at least call me by a name right um, so being a first lady for me is hard but I'm well prepared because your mom is such a great example. Yeah. Um, Shout out First Lady Vicky. Yes, VB. Hey, mom. <laughs> <laughs> She's such a great example in how to be graceful and still keep it together when people are just kind of going crazy around you and how not to let it get to you. And just she has this regalness to her that I hope that I can have a little piece of um, <laughs> As I walk into this new new season, but also you know my grandparents are pastors, so I've seen the pastor's oh, wife. Oh, I didn't know like, that. Yeah, girl. Yeah. Oh wow. So I've kind of seen it up close, and I know what it kind of entails. But and you know, being supporting a wonderful man like Jason really makes it easier because oh. when you have somebody who you know still wants you to be your own person, um, it's helpful to kind of balance those two worlds. Yes. He supports you as well as what you're saying. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Jason? I, so, yeah, I, I try to do that. I, I feel really responsible for helping her become her best self. You know, as, as the gift of a bride that God gave me, I feel like that it's, it's responsible stewardship that I try to provide an opportunity for her to be whoever God created her to be. And it doesn't just revolve around my ministry and what God's doing in my life. It's what is God doing in us together and what does that look like? Mm -hmm. And for us, it's probably a little different than some other couples, with, you know, which is probably cool. It's fun um, because, you know, my wife is, is very, very driven. <laughs> yes, for sure. Very driven, um, as am I. But um, she's she's really focused on what, I, you know, and the things that God's given her to do. And she's really passionate about helping young people and, you know, protecting young people and what that looks like. And especially from the seat she sits in, I think is really important. I told her this on multiple occasions. I think it's really important that someone like her does the work that she does mm -hmm. because she's affecting policy. She's affecting decision making. She's affecting what happens in the courtroom and how things are handled mm -hmm. um, from a legal perspective. So. Her ability to have influence over that is is really really important, especially in our world today. So, um, she's a boss. She is a boss, but mm -hmm. not all that aside. You know, she's she's been amazing at supporting me. Um, she's my biggest cheerleader. She's my best critic. Mm -hmm. I tell him when he sucks. Like that sermon wasn't the best. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I get all that. Awesome, you got it. Like, wait, how do you and she don't it? wait, you and she don't like wait that? either. She doesn't wait. Like, we get in the car, and he'll be like, "So how was it?" Mm. Uh, it you was know, all right. I liked the one last time. This one—that's a nice way to say it. Yeah, yeah it's, and it's it's fine. It's but but when he does great outs, I'm like, "Yo, that was the joint. Yo, that was hitting. Like, I felt convicted. <laughs> that joint was good. People were clapping. People got saved. I'm just like, you know, I'll tell him. But you know, just like he'll tell me too, like." You know, that show wasn't great or I didn't like the way you said like we we are very honest with each other. Yeah, that's yeah. important. I yeah. feel like that's important. Yeah, it's yeah. really it's really key. And I think that, you know, here's a, you know, free relationship tip. I think for us, communication is is probably our greatest asset because mm -hmm. we talk about everything, mm -hmm. yeah. even when it's uncomfortable. Y'all are best friends. Yeah, that's my dog. It's my you know, bestie. That's the homie. So, you know, we if there's something that I need to know. 
here's one thing that I, I don't have to worry about in my house <laughs> that my wife feels a way about something and I don't know. Oh, she's going to tell you. Oh, yeah, I'm going to hear it. I'm definitely going to hear it. Like, if I miss something, if I forget something, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, if I mess something up, if I do something that offends her or something like that. And I'm not saying, I'm, and please hear me correctly, she's not, you know, nitpicky and, you know, all, you know, every little thing. Mm-hmm. But if there's something that bothers her, I'm going to know about it, which which is good because I'm always clear on where we stand. Then right. I know where I need to make adjustments and so on and so forth. And I try to do the same thing with her where mm-hmm. if there's an issue. I say, look, hey, babe, you know, right. so we get and we get into a dialogue about it. But I think mm-hmm. the communication part is something that that's really been advantageous for us. Well, yeah. y'all can can y'all tell us some um, conflict resolution tips for the newlyweds or people <laughs> in relationships? Uh. Because, you know, conflict is going to happen. It's right. inevitable. Right. What? are some tidbits well i know so so christina like we said she's Mm -hmm. like i know her personally Mm -hmm. she's a boss (laughs) and she's a she's a very strong-willed individual to say the least to say the least yeah so how do you guys resolve conflict how do you even argue with a lawyer like you don't girl because i always win (laughs) (laughs) no 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 so 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 here's the funny thing about it we're both really we're actually kind of similarly wired in that way we're both really analytical okay and mm-hmm. i've got a legal background too so i can argue too and i'm you know i use words for a living mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. right so we can have we can have those those kind of knockdown drag out conversations for her one you know i, I see her training come out when we argue <laughs> because it's kind of like well exhibit a you know show me the facts if and you exi- want to say something where's the facts to support it where's your uh, evidence yeah. you ain't got no evidence well that ain't happened right, right. and if funny. yeah and if i have an issue that is that that does happen like yo if i sorry, if i baby. if i bring something up and she's like well tell me when i did that and what what, <laughs> what did time? what did i say what day was that what time was it what was i wearing where were we and you know and there's that kind of I thing i try not to do that but every once in a while it comes out it'll come out she can't help it but but i i so so back to how do you argue with a lawyer i think for for one of the things i know i've got to do with her is i've got to be very clear on what on what the issue is mm-hmm. and try and lay it out as plainly as possible right and and say it in different ways kind of from different angles right mm-hmm. so that so that the picture is really clear of what it is we're talking about um but the other thing that I that I know I have to do is I've also got to once I've kind of said whatever I have to say, I've got to listen and listen and listen because she's going to have a response. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. And, you know, for me, I've got to resist the temptation to, you know, listen to respond rather than listen to absorb and to understand. Right. right. Um, so that's got that's really important when you're listening to your spouse, when you're listening to your significant other listen with a heart to understand and really put yourself in their shoes and see where they're coming from and see what the issue is even if it means you know what that means you've got to be corrected in some way or you've got to adjust in some way start with the heart that i want to understand where you're coming from Mm. right and i I think that's important i think for me it's definitely that and trying to turn off you know it's hard to turn off the training because i'm trained to argue Mm -hmm. um but 
for me, it's coming at it like a wife and not a lawyer. Like coming right. at where is he coming from in this discussion? Like what are the things? What are his goals? What does he want to get out of this discussion? Mm-hmm. Whether it's a behavior that needs to change on you know my end or his end, or whether it's you know something that is just bothering him. Also, I had to realize to look deeper than whatever the initial argument is because maybe he's just having a bad day and wants to bed maybe it's not even about why you cook chicken today why can't you cook duck you know maybe (laughs) it's not about that maybe (laughs) i love that movie maybe he's just having a bad day so it's like okay i'm gonna just let you vent because obviously this conversation really isn't about me and knowing when it's not about you and you just need to give him space and sometimes it's okay to just walk away like when we first got married we lived in a one-bedroom condo, and it it was really great for us because it forced us to kind of confront issues. Like, there was no hiding. There was no going down to the basement. Mm-hmm. We lived at the harbor, so we could, like, go out and just go and go to, you know, like a restaurant or a bar or whatever and just chill. But you, for me, I had to learn I can't jump to the neck rolling, like, getting loud, the pointing thing, because I was famous right, for being like. because I wasn't having it. He was mm. like, look, you are not Tamar Braxton. I need oh. you to chill out. I was like. Tamar you got Braxton. you would get Tamar on him. <laughs> I was like, what you, are Asha, you have you me? met her? <laughs> what you not going to? He'd be like, oh, do you not going to go Tamar? I'm not going to listen to that. Right. And I had to realize, oh wait, I can't argue with him like that because I can't argue with him like I would somebody on the street. Right. Like that ain't that ain't cool. Like that's my man. So I need to come at my arguments and the way that I'm arguing respectfully. Argue in so, love. Argue with love. Argue with love. How did he propose? I never heard. I don't think um, you've ever told me this story. <laughs> is it, is oh it a good one? I don't, she thinks it's a better story than I do. I don't think it was that exciting. But So, to sum it up, <clears throat> he, uh, so we were dating for seven years. Mm-hmm. Seven years. Seven. Seven whole years. Year so, completion. Yes, we were dating for seven years, and at year six, when I turned 26, we met when I was 20, when I turned 26, I told him, I was like, either you're going to propose this year, or I'm, oh, when are you proposing? And oh, I said that, which was Tamar. A, yeah, but that was a bad idea. Yes. So, he, this fool said, I'm going to propose to you in August, and my, my birthday's in January. So, from January to August, I'm like, okay, I'm about to get proposed to. <laughs> well, at the same time. Y'all should have saw the bounce she just did, by the way. <laughs> Well, at the same time, I put like a calendar reminder in my phone on August 31st and was like, ring or nah. <laughs> so if I didn't have a ring by August 31st, we were going to break up. Ring or nah. And I did not have a ring by August 31st and we broke up. Ooh, and Chile. Yeah, no, we were broken up for, you know, uh, I, I would say we were broken up for a couple months. Mm-hmm. Um and oh jason seems to think different <laughs> no 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 no. she's right it, it, we were broken up for a couple of months i mean and it was it was like a combination of i wanted to get married now i understand like what was really going on but i wanted to get married like i was tired of being this you know minister's girlfriend without the benefits of you know being a minister like i I just i felt like i wanted to be elevated to wife and we had been dating for a while and so we broke up and girl i went i was dancing on tables i was you know i was doing 26 Mm -hmm. i was doing i mean i'm gonna be honest i was doing 26 and then i got 26 please explain girl 26 you know you go back to the club you're like oh i'm gonna go i'm you know all my favorite songs are back on i'm gonna go you know dance to beyonce i'm gonna hang out late at night and for me 
he, you know, I did all that stuff at 20 before I met him. So from 20 to 26, I was either in law school or in college and Mm -hmm. I was dating somebody older. So we were a little more stable. So I got to live the life of a 22 year old that I didn't actually live at 22. Right. And for me, it was really hard because your body don't work the same at 26 as it does at 20. And 26 ain't that old. 26 ain't that old. But it it doesn't. (laughs) She's like, I know. (laughs) Like, you can't be out all night and expect it to be at work and functional at nine o'clock and like that that just wasn't you know and i wasn't finding the same caliber of guys that i had left like an idiot so i actually december 12 2012 um 12 12 12 12 i got on my humble bus and i was just like look i ain't about this life can you take me back (laughs) (laughs) is that how she really said it Something like that. We kind of we 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 had a little come to. We Jesus. had a meeting at a mind. We had a come to Jesus moment where we said, "Look, all right, what are we doing?" Right. Because clearly, and here here's what she didn't know this entire time. She broke up with me. I had a ring already. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And That's a word in itself, child. Yeah, I already had the ring. <laughs> um, I had the ring. It was already paid for. Did you take and it back when she broke so, up with you? So here's the thing. I did not take it back when she broke up with me. You knew she was coming back. I don't you know what I back. thought. Okay. I don't know what I thought. I, I was kind of in this numb kind of floating space. Like, I don't know what's going to happen, but let me just sit tight. Um, anybody who knows me, you know, like I, there's a kind of a life mantra I have is like measure twice, cut once. Mm. So I, I tend to not move real, real fast mm. on stuff. I mm-hmm. tend to think first mm-hmm. and process and then I'll make a decision on how I'm going to move forward. And in that situation, I just remember feeling like this can't be it. Right. And we had been through a lot at that point, And I just had this overwhelming sense of, all right, don't do anything. Mm-hmm. Don't make any drastic, don't make any rash decisions. And I think that's a, that's, you know, that's a, that's a good tip for people Yeah, that when you're in, when you're in a traumatic situation or when you're, kind of in a in a painful space in in your heart and your life right don't make any drastic or permanent decisions right then and there because you're not yourself and you're not at your best self and you're not seeing with a clear lens so to speak you're you're sort of seeing in a and through a lens that's cloudy Mm -hmm. because of what you're dealing with and what you're feeling so i think at that particular point i was kind of like all right let me let me let me let me see what happens here Mm -hmm. and i you know so i didn't take the ring back thank god (laughs) <laughs> Did you know? So you didn't know. That she didn't he know. Had, she didn't know no, I had a ring. She no. didn't know I had a ring. I figured he had something because he said by August, but he shouldn't. He should have never given me a date. That was his problem. She kept acting up. I was acting up. Oh, so she was pushing it back by her actions. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. Pretty much, you know. I'm not. I, I, so and again, rude. for me, I was so afraid. You said so rude. <laughs> I was so. I was nah, so you af- rude. What was she doing to act up? I gotta know. Because it was ultimate. I ain't trying to act know up what like not you. to do. I ain't trying to act up like you. Look, okay, wait, no ultimate. Don't ladies, do the ultimate. Beyonce single ladies had come out that year, right? And she had, she was performing on all like the award shows. And I remember specifically, we were watching some award show, and I was like, uh, 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 in the space, like, where my ring at? Uh, oh, like she God. actually no. Beyonce actually said that during the performance. By the way, this is why it's bad. Like. <laughs> 
you can't do what Beyonce does. Just let Wait, Beyonce be Beyonce. It was, it was just us two. two. And as a part, as part of her performance, Beyonce put her hand up and said, "Where my ring at?" Oh, no. And she would do that to me all the time. It was all bad. I was also time. 26. So I ain't know no better. I was just stupid. It's and I'm hard. stubborn. And I'm stubborn. Like I don't do well with ultimatums. Right. So if I feel like you're trying to back me into a corner, my automatic reaction is going to be to rebel. I'm still right. like, I, I still got a little bit of that in me. Right. Mm-hmm. So you ain't going to tell me what to do. I'm a man, dog. What you, you right, know, right, right. you tripping. So I, I, I kind of reacted adversely. You know, I, I think adversely we both had a part in, in like this. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah we both had our part. I think for us, the fact that we broke up was the best thing for our relationship. Mm. And, it's funny we went through when we went to premarital counseling that's what the counselor said because she was just like christina has never had the opportunity to be young and wild because she was always with you so let her it's better that she gets it out of her system at that point in time before y'all even got engaged mm-hmm. then for y'all to be married and she's 35 like i want to go out to the club i want to right. so it was it was just good for me and it was good for me to know that ain't nothing out here like right. why am I like why do I want to go out why do I want to and he wasn't even preventing me from doing any of the fun quote unquote things I wanted to do I it tried was to just, tell her Asha, I tried to tell her yeah it was yeah I, I was I was young but okay so leading up to our engagement so we got we got back together 12 12 12 and then May I was in court and I remember I had a pink jacket on. My nails were not done. And my best friend was telling notice, me the night before. Notice that's a detail that she remembers, that her were nails were done. not done. Oh, your nails have it, to be they done. They were not done. So my best friend the night before was like, girl, let's go get our nails done. And I was like, I'm going out to happy hour. So, you know, I went to happy hour. <laughs> wait, did your best friend know? Yes. She was she, trying to. She should have been like, no, girl, we not. I like, no. So. Um, you just had to go see, to happy hour. I just had to go see, to manicure hour. is a better than happy hour. Yes. Like Trying I to tell you I all, I, So I remember being in court and he was like, hey, I really want to go to dinner. I want to go to Il Canale, um, which is a really great, like, um, it, they do like mainly pizza now, but they're an Italian place. And that was one of my favorite restaurants at the time. They are in Georgetown. And I remember I was in Hyattsville 3 court. That's the courtroom I was in. So I had been in court all day long. And he was like, drive to my house. And I'm like, drive to your house? Like, why would I go from Hyattsville to Temple Hills to back to D.C.? But he's like, drive to my house. So I, okay. So I drove to his house. And I remember he was ready to go. And he is never ready. Like, <laughs> I had on my work clothes. Like, anyway. cut it out. He is never ready. So I was just like, all right, you rushing me. Okay. So I had literally had no idea because it was a random Thursday. I had been in court all day. Like, I probably smelled like feet because court the courthouse is stinky. Let me just tell you. Courthouse is not the PG one. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. Just don't. It just don't smell right. So anyway, so we were in the car, and I remember getting to to the restaurant, and this was right after the Boston bombing. That's another mm. detail. And I remember seeing a guy in all black and a black book bag, and I remember like, ooh, like let me keep my eye on him, because I'm also at the time I was a gang prosecutor specifically, like mm-hmm. I have um, prosecuted gang juveniles who committed gang cross pain crimes. So. I'm just looking at him out the corner of my eye. We go to the restaurant. They seat us in like a secluded area. And I'm like, well, maybe, you know, they put us over here because it's nice outside and a lot of people want to sit on the patio. But I remember thinking that, why is there anybody up here? So the dinner goes on. And at a certain point, I see the guy in the book bag, the all black in the book bag again. I'm just like, I look at him and he looks at me and I'm just like, I see you. Like, I look at him <laughs> like, I see you. <laughs> Don't try nothing. I see you. So... 
the dinner is over. Like we're at dessert, we're right before dessert, and I see the guy in the all black in the black book bag again, and he is in the corner of the restaurant trying not to be noticed, taking pictures of me. And at this point, oh. I'm thinking like, oh wait, 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 because you know I'm in gang prosecution, so you kind of have to be, you know, on swivel at all times. Right. So I was like, who is that guy? Look at that guy in the corner. And Jason's like, okay, wait, can you focus on something real quick? I was like, no, there's a guy in the corner taking pictures of me. <laughs> So he's like, wait, can you close your eyes? I have a, have a present for you. And I really wanted Bruno Mars tickets. So I'm thinking they're my Bruno. I'm not even thinking engagement because my nails weren't done. And there is a guy in all black taking pictures of me. So <laughs> that was um, a distraction. That was a distraction. So I closed my eyes and he puts, I want to say you put like a bag of Scrabble pieces in my hand. And he was like, unscramble these. And I was like, no, like I'm not, this is not Soul Train. So that's when... <laughs> that's when the guy gets closer and then it clicks like oh he knows this guy oh am I getting proposed to oh yeah this is what it is so then he unscrambles the letters they say will you marry me he's on his knee the guy gets closer everybody in the restaurant is like ah um so I don't even know what he said but I was just like oh yeah I'll marry you and I never heard this story the scrap this um the letters was a great touch and I Scrabble, love Scrabble is her Scrabble is her favorite game. Her mm-hmm. her family plays it and they like fight. We do. Oh. They, they accuse like me of cheating all the time. They fight over Scrabble. I refuse to play with them. But. <laughs> was your family there after or was it just you two? No, it was it just It was a, just us. It was just us. That's so cute. But then we called um I remember this because we both called our families when we got when, when we left the restaurant. You called your parents and I called mm-hmm. my grandmother. Um and of course, her parents knew that I was going to propose because I right. had gone to talk to them already. And um, after we after we told our folks, the next thing we did was get on Facebook and change our relationship status. <laughs> Wait, are y'all serious? Yep. Yeah. Yep. I mean, we were y'all in a relationship and then y'all changed it to a I don't think we were anything. I don't, oh. I don't think we were even. No, I think, we, no we, I think we were in a no, relationship. No, we weren't. Not we to weren't, each other. No. Not, not, not to each other. <laughs> Hey. He refused to put me on social media for years. He was like, no. I, I, I had to make sure she my, was staying. Not making you my oh girlfriend. My I had to make but sure she was staying. He also planned a surprise engagement brunch for me that next like weekend. So that was like a Killed Thursday. It. Killed and on it. Sunday, he planned a surprise engagement brunch at Lincoln. And Wait, mind so you, you had two surprise I engagement brunches? Girl. Oh, you spoiled. I am spoiled, spoiled. Killed So it. I remember like we went to church that Sunday. Like I'm like praising God with my left hand. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and he was like hey we're going to brunch after church I'm like where are we going he's like Lincoln I'm like I don't want to go there like I just went there last week and he's like no we're going to Lincoln and I was like I'm not going there he's like I just bought you a ring you do whatever I say like, alright but the that re- only works for like a week <laughs> <laughs> but the reason why was because all my friends were there at Lincoln I had right. all her home, I had all her homegirls her whole Aww. crew was there mm-hmm. nice so, that's yeah. good that's good Reminiscing. Look, you guys should see how they're gazing into each other's <laughs> eyes right now. They're falling back in love again. This is why I love to do this here because it brings out the best in people, you know? That's right. It does. Love connections here at the Keith Battle Podcast. Yes. <laughs> I'm like the love doctor. Mm, you are, girl. You nice. Are. Let's switch gears, though. So, look, I want to talk about the adoption process yeah. because you guys went through it. I don't know still anything going about through it. it. Still going through it. <laughs> yes, you're still going through it. At this very moment. What What is that like for people who want to adopt? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so it's, it's, 
there's a long, long story to it. I don't even know if we have time to get into it all today. But for us, we always felt called to adopt. Mm-hmm. Um, I, as I. Me personally, I'm really passionate about adoption. Somebody other than my parents raised me. My grandmother raised me. So I was sort of adopted. You know, um, we as Christian believers, we're adopted into the family of God. And it's just always seemed like this synergy that everybody who who can adopt probably should. I just think mm-hmm. that that's, you know, important. And for us, kind of with our situation with having children naturally, we decided we're going to go ahead and, you know, we're going to adopt because we've got like. 85 godchildren and like can you be the godparents we're everybody's no. god we're like the, the godparents and i love we love all our godchildren we, uh, yeah, yeah definitely they, they, god bless them all i would name them all but we don't have time oh my but, god <laughs> i didn't realize y'all had that many <laughs> pretty much i mean we we have two that we spend a lot of time with i love we love our other ones don't get me wrong um but the two babies we two my two oldest are grown so that's mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a whole other thing but so so back to the adoption process um we 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 started the process in Washington DC in the district of Columbia and um, it can the main the main part of it is this really long training <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't I don't even know how you describe it but um, it deals with a lot of childhood development stuff um, a lot of training on how children develop you know with and trauma and, and, and how to deal with children who've been through trauma how you love them and sort of how to identify the missing you know bricks of, of the stage of development so that you can you know love them the best way possible um, actually I think like all parents should like take this class anyway because you know there's yeah, great information yeah it's, it's amazing it's like a it's psychological amazing. Mm-hmm. Yep. it's like child psychology yeah it's really oh. psych- it's really child development psychology so so you do that um, there's all kinds of background checks like they want to know everywhere you've ever lived and everyone who's ever lived there with you and everywhere right. you've ever worked and where did you get your degree and where did you work like how, how much money do you make and they, mm-hmm. then they want you to prove it and um what's your psychological history have you ever been you know yeah. have you ever been a, you know diagnosed with any psychological disorders or anything have you ever been medicated for those disorders it's a, it's a lot that goes into it what's your mm-hmm. family upbringing you know did your friend did your parents raise you what are their issues are they still in your That's life crazy. what's your relationship anybody, like like anybody so, honey can drop it low and have a kid but yeah. to like get a kid given to you it's it's That's- a lot that seems like a lot. It's a lot. I mean, but it's it's valuable because there's a lot of um, putting back on my prosecutor head. There's a lot of predators out there, so it's mm-hmm. really important for them to do to dive as deep as they do. Yeah. Um. But I will say, so let me rewind a little bit. So I am at currently unable to have children, which is how we, which is one of the other ways how we ended up here. So I always tell people. Um, to maximize whatever season you're in and there is a purpose for everything and even I even equated so when I was waiting for him to propose and I was really upset and really frustrated with like God why are you putting me through this like all you need to do is make Jason propose and this will be over <clears throat> but it's it really prepared me for this season because mm-hmm. in this season I'm like okay God like all you can do is just snap your fingers and this will happen but how do you wait with expectation and faith but still have the psychological like you know issues with not having something that you're that you want and that you're praying for so Mm -hmm. when we started the adoption process the agency that we were going through did straight adoptions and then halfway through the process (laughs) the entire agency decided that we're no longer doing straight adoptions 
So we had to completely change course in the middle of the process. I know your face is like, what? Is, what? what do you mean by straight adoption? Is that a term? So either you can foster, be a foster parent. So okay. it means you take care of a kid for a particular season and they go back to their 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 biological parents or okay. their biological family. Um, then there's foster to adopt. So there's a chance that those that population of children will go back to their biological family, but they either need a respite or, you know, time to cool off or whatever, but um, that they can eventually be adopted. So if mm-hmm. if their parents don't change whatever behaviors that are going on, <clears throat> then they can become yours through adoption. Mm-hmm. And then there's straight adoption where you don't have to worry about foster care. And the thing about foster care, too, is that um, in D.C., the parents have... 22 months to get everything together so and 18 of those months have to be consecutive so it's like um 18 out of 20 out of 22 months so there's a chance the child can go back which 18 months is a long 22 months is a long time yeah so we were initially like well i was initially like i ain't doing foster care because i ain't giving you back like you gonna have to find me in guatemala because you're a child for two years almost yes Yes. That's hard to just give a child back. But right. there are some, you know, I, I think. I would be locked up. I think that's a ministry for some. <laughs> good God almighty. That I think, you know, th- that's a ministry for some people. Like, there are people in our church that that's, that's what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I've known awesome. people over the years that yeah, that people, is. they just feel called, like, I want to be a safe haven for a child. Mm-hmm. And again, like, like, like my wife said. The goal for foster is always to get the child back to their biological family. Right. Mm-hmm. And then if the biological if the biological parents, I mean, aren't the aren't a viable option, then what could potentially happen is if grandma. another bro- blood relative, grandma, uh, okay. auntie, uncle. cousin, even cousin, uncle, whatever. Right. They can come in at some point and say, hey, we'll take the child mm-hmm. okay. and they take priority over the family that's been fostering the child. Right. Mm. So that that's where that becomes that that can become problematic depending on your posture going into the process. Mm-hmm. So right. for us, I think, you know, so straight adoption yeah. was what you guys preferred. Yeah. Right. Was what we signed up for. What that's signed what we up signed for. up for. And then they changed. And then they said they're not doing they're it not anymore. doing it anymore. So our, our options went to foster to adopt or we could transfer our we could stop the process completely and be like hey we ain't doing this or we couldn't eventually transfer our license to another state or like so you get licensed to adopt in dc right yes only in dc yes Correct. It's only in that particular jurisdiction so okay. normally you can't you can get licensed in multiple states if you do the multiple like different programs right. at state time so we have transitioned to foster to adopt which is you know not what we expected but there are very strict parameters that we're putting on, you know, with any kid who comes into our home. So, mm-hmm. you know, we're not completely finished with the process. We kind of took a time out after after that happened. So I will say after the transition happened and after they called us and officially tell, told us, I was in a really bad space because mm-hmm. right before that I had just spoke at the women's ministry conference here at Zion and I was talking about you did a great job thank you and I was talking about going through the process and being almost finished mm-hmm. and I remember looking at a guy like oh, you just told me to do this and like you told me to help other women who are going through the same situation and you did like how what what is going on mm-hmm. and I went to yoga um, I went to a yoga class and you know most time you go into yoga and they're like our mantra for today is to just breathe deeply and nice set your be. intention right <laughs> and in this particular yoga class the yogi said our intention for today is let go or be dragged <laughs> let go or be dragged by your wig <laughs> 
Okay, girl. I was like, okay, Jesus, I hear you. Because that was, to me, so clear that God was just like, look, you can't change an entire agency. you wow. got to let go of that or you're going to be dragged and weighed down by, oh, my gosh, God, this isn't working. And, you know, I just had to believe God for his promises. Mm-hmm. Like, God is not a man that he should lie. Mm. So whatever he promised, girl, that's the first thing to come out. Whatever he promised, like, especially if you're bold enough to say, okay, this is what God is doing in my life. And this is the path that that God has taken. And you've actually heard that from God. He's not going to embarrass himself. Mm. Mm -hmm. So whatever he is doing in this season, um, I know it's just a waiting process for me. And, and Jason and I just need to maximize the season that we're in while we're waiting like yeah. and yeah. while we're waiting honey we are double income professionals with no kids so you know the amount of money and the travel and the things that we can do in this season that we can't do if we had children like I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna plane like you know every other month at this point See, because I can fun. So yeah. it's kind of like you have to you have to not wallow in. Okay, God, why am I not here? Why and why have you not done this for me? You gotta say, okay, what what are the things that I can do to you know maximize this season of my life so I'm not That's just good. being upset. Yeah. That's also, really I think the other thing that's important is like often we want God to fix a situation, but He's trying to use a situation to fix things in us. Mm-hmm. Come on. Um, and Pastor, I think this is, you, you know, got a word for us. <laughs> no, nah, I think I think that well, that's the word for me. And that's what I've been getting through this process, because one of the things I had to learn was that I had to be willing to share my frustration with her mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I was frustrated, too. Like one of the reasons the process kind of paused is because I kind of just gave up when they said, oh, you know, we're changing the process. You can't do straight adoption. I said, well, man, forget this, you know, and I just stopped doing anything forgot what i did with my paperwork and just all i did i I really like tripped out and i didn't say anything about it though i Mm -hmm. just kind of you know just just went into this bad space mentally and what i what i learned and and you know a couple of people actually helped me with this and this is why it's good to have good people around you and good godly counsel and people who want to see you win multiple people told me that I've got to share my frustration with her. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. one of the things that it's been teaching me is, you know, I'm not a very patient person. Um, So one of the areas I know where I've got to grow is patience. Mm -hmm. Um, But also for me, I've got another area I knew I had to grow was in my willingness to share even my frustrations with my wife Mm -hmm. because I didn't want her to feel a certain way. I didn't want to sort of impute anything upon her, you know, give her any more stress than what she was already dealing with. Right. Right. So here I am trying to internalize it all. I'm like, man, I'm a man. I'm tough. I'm going to just deal with Mm -hmm. it myself. And I'm killing myself inside because I'm, I'm frustrated, too. So it. It, it's taught me that I've got to even be open with her when I'm not feeling well, when I'm not in a good space, when mm-hmm. I'm not dealing well emotionally. Mm-hmm. And that goes back to the conversation and the communication part that even when it's uncomfortable, it wasn't mm-hmm. comfortable for me to share my frustration with her, but it was necessary and it drew us closer That's good. because now we realize we're both we're, we're in the fight together. We really are in this fight together. So that's been. <laughs> yes, Joneses. Yeah, so, Joneses. So, 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 so yeah. Jones Manor is lit too. Let me tell you something. That baby is going to be a blessed one. Oh my gosh. Y'all should see the way they care for their cat. <laughs> that cat. Hey, Zamunda. Shout out to Zamunda Jones. He has a little fountain for his water. A fountain, y'all. 
his godmother bought him that. He got a godmother. He eats it's fresh she. Vegetables. It's a she. It's a oh, she. She. <laughs> she eats fresh vegetables from Christina's garden. That's funny. <laughs> she eats salmon like that I cook when I have it left over. I'm like, I'm going to put this in your bowl. You be oh She's spoiled. <laughs> that was good, guys. Thank you very much. I'm going to do a quick rapid fire and then we're going to close out. Bet. Oh, Lord. Oh, All boy. Right. This Car- will be fun. Cardi or Nikki? Cardi. Cardi, yeah. Cardi, Cardi. Sure. Okay. Phone call or text? Text. Text all day. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think you want a phone call. Mm-mm. Jason. I, I am an introvert. I talk when necessary. Okay. Uber or Lyft? Uber. Uber. <laughs> Sorry. I'm on the Lyft train now. <laughs> Sorry. I've never taken a Lyft, actually. Shopping online or in store? Online. Online. I can't do malls. Yes. Kobe or LeBron? LeBron. I don't know. <laughs> Kobe, Kobe had LeBron a charge. I'm sure. gonna go with LeBron. <laughs> he was found not guilty. Godly. <laughs> come, on, pro- come on, counselor. <laughs> come on, counselor. Most important in a partner: intelligence or humor. Ooh, mm, that's a good one. Ooh, if you're, intelligence if, for me. Right. If you're funny and dumb, I'm gonna be like, you dumb. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, she definitely chose. I hope she chose intelligence for me because I don't think I'm not funny. So oh, he's hopefully, not. He's hopefully corny. He's witty. Jason, Jason's a corny dad. <laughs> a yeah. side, yeah. You said he's gonna get a, a blazer for his child, like a side, he a side Khaled. It's gonna be a Matching side jam. blazer. It's my son. <laughs> That's funny. Thank you guys. Thank, Thank you, you Asha. Helpful. And um, shout out PB. Shout out yes. the chief. Hey dad. <laughs> so look, everybody, please like and subscribe. Write a review on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud. And if you have a question you would like Pastor Battle to answer, please head over to sagacitycompany.com. Yes. Click on Ask the Question, and we will get back to you with that. Thank you guys for listening to the Keith Battle Podcast. Peace. Uh. <laughs>